listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. It's time for American RVer. Since we are new pet owners, we thought it would be interesting to talk about pets for those who have them and those contemplating getting a pet while RVing. We'll relay our experiences so far and tell you about some do's and don'ts pertaining to your pet companions. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. I'm Peggy Gritch and joining me today is my husband, Jim Gritch. He's usually behind the camera, but today we wanted to talk to you about pets to see if that makes sense for you in your RV lifestyle. We decided it would for us, so we got ourselves a little puppy. She's a golden doodle, which is a mixture of a golden retriever and a poodle, and she's actually a mini golden doodle, so she may get to about 20 pounds and that's it. So let's talk, Jim, about why you might want to have a pet on the road or if that makes sense for you to have a pet on the road. Yes, and actually I've wanted to have a pet for many years. And Peg said, nope, not going to have a pet in the RV. <laughs> because, you know, with your lifestyle, it, it changes how you live in your RV. It does, because now you can't just come and go as you please. You've got the dog or cat or whatever animal to um, think about before you go anywhere, because they have to be fed. They have to go outside. Um, and so you're kind of limited as to the time that you can go out away from the coach. And uh, you got to get back, and especially when they're a puppy, you know, usually it was like two hours, Every I think, two hours, yeah. we had to come back and let her out. And, uh, but uh, she did really well, and she's almost seven months old now, as you're watching this. She's seven months old. And uh, so you really got to decide if you want that change in your life, first of all. And uh, pets, of course, can be very rewarding, you know, very loving, uh, giving animals. Um, this particular pet, as you can see, she's uh, pretty sedate right at the moment, but she can uh, raise a little heck every once in a while when she <laughs> gets uh, gets to the point where she needs to run around and, and do things. So, so you have to be prepared for that. You have you to know, be prepared. It's not always going to be somebody or a pet that's going to just lay on your lap and give you love. You also are going to have to pay a lot of attention to that pet and give them the love right back. Right. Now, friends of ours have a cat. Cats certainly are going to be much easier to take care of than a dog because usually you can put a litter box out and they're a little more independent and you can maybe leave them for a day or maybe overnight and not have that issue. With a puppy or a dog, certainly you have to come back and take care of them. Absolutely. And uh, so I know most people that have RVs uh, do have dogs. Um, but as Peg said, a cat can also be taken out, walked on a harness, and uh, they kind of make their own way inside the RV. But uh, um, they, we know several people that have cats that do actually go out and walk them. So, and it's good for a, a cat or a dog, obviously, to get out because, you know, you got to get them out of the RV just like you want to get out of the RV. One of the things we learned is you have to socialize this pet. If you get a puppy, they need to meet somebody new every day. And, yeah. they, and that by meeting somebody new, I mean other pets and also other people so that they're not afraid when they're out and about. 
Um, we certainly keep our dog on the leash all the time. We want to be responsible pet owners. Not everybody else is going to be as responsible. So make sure that you're taking care of your pet and keeping them as safe as you can. And one of the ways to do, to do that is to introduce them to other animals so they're not prone to jumping or being afraid or anything like that when they come across then something that's new for them. Yes, and by the way, our pet's name is Haley. I don't think we mentioned that. So sometimes she can be just like Haley's Comet, and she's pretty <laughs> fast. So that's why we always keep her on a leash. And um, we have not really taken her to any dog, fenced-in dog runs yet, um, but we plan on doing that in the future. One of the things you've got to be really careful about with a puppy is that before they get all their shots, you really don't want to put them in any place that is socialized with other dogs because you never know what those other dogs could be carrying germ-wise, disease-wise. Yeah, if they've had their shots or not, and you know, you just have to be careful. Even what we learned is in PetSmart, don't put your puppy down on the floor. Um, sure, they clean and everything, but since they haven't had their full shots as a puppy, you just don't want to introduce them to anything that could harm them later. Right, and so um, we found that out from somebody at PetSmart. Right. Don't, don't put your pet right. down until they have their full regiment of shots, which takes them to about five months. After five months, six months, then it's okay that they can, they can uh, be on the floor and they can kind of socialize with other animals a little bit more. Yeah. So You may find that the pet takes to one of you more than the other. Notice Jim wanted to have the dog. Notice where the dog is. Now, Haley is a great dog, and she does go to both of us just fine, but today she happens to like me better. And that's only because I've been setting up the camera and the audio and all that stuff, so that's my excuse for that one. Yeah. Now, so, it's, now, it's real important to train your dog um, or cat, whichever you're going to have, or if you're going to have a bird, whatever. I don't know what training there is for birds. And we've seen, actually, a lot of people in RVs with birds, as a matter of fact. Yeah, and that's always a novelty. But uh, puppy training, you know, obviously you don't want your dog to go to the bathroom in the house. I, a trick that we learned, and we didn't want to do the puppy pads, to be honest with you, because we thought, oh, then she's going to learn to always pee in the house. But what we found was pay attention. She starts making any kind of uh, indication that she's got to go to the bathroom at all, scoop her up right away, get her outside, and don't let her come back in or him until they've done their job outside. And, and make sure when they do go outside, you praise them. Oh, good girl. Oh, good girl. You know, good Haley. You know, oh. Yeah. And a, a lot of people use the word potty. I use pee and poop. <laughs> but, do their you know, business, whatever term that, you want to use. That's me. <laughs> Just be consistent with what you do so the dog knows what they want or the, the cat. Um, what we did, however, with the puppy pads is we actually put one towards the front door and there must be some scent in there that she smelled because she would go up to that puppy pad. And when we noticed her going up there, we just scooped her up and took her outside. And it worked very, very well. Now, I'm not saying she didn't have any accidents in the house because certainly she did because we weren't paying enough attention. But um, she was trained very rapidly. I, I think, think so. I think it was helpful to use the puppy pad up front, not let her use it there, but just get her used to going to the front when she's ready to go outside, and that's what she does now. So if anybody needs a bunch of puppy pads, we've got them. Yeah, <laughs> right, we have extras. We have extras. Right. Yeah, so the other thing we did, uh, as far as training goes, is we actually started her out with a crate, So, which a lot of people um, are positive about, some people are negative about, but we felt that because of the small space in an RV, a crate is a great way to train your dog. Um, and so we put her in the a crate, we put her in the crate at night for a while, 
Uh, we put her in the crate when we were gone because with a puppy, they like to chew. And she now has all of her adult teeth in. Uh, and this just happened within the last few weeks. So she still chews, but she's not prone to chewing anything that's out there now. So she's gotten a little better about that. Um, but being in the crate really has, I think, saved a lot of our uh, furniture and our property inside the unit here because all dogs want to chew. And I know cats also scratch and chew. So might be something to consider. And when we actually are going down the road, we have the crate still open so she can come in and out as she pleases, but we have it between, we have a class A motorhome, have it between the two seats and uh, she's able to go in there, especially when it gets bumpy because we have uh, kind of a padding in there. So when it gets bumpy going down the road, she has a tendency of instead of laying on the rug, she'll get up, go in the crate. I think it's because she has a little bit uh, better padding in there. And so it, it kind of absorbs those bumps a little bit more. Yeah, and the crate is a safe place for the pet. So sometimes at night, if we're watching TV, she'll just go back in the bedroom and go to sleep. And that's perfectly normal. Now, will we keep the crate all the time? We probably won't because uh, the last few, last week or so, we have been going uh, out of the RV and leaving her and not putting her in the crate and closing the door. And she's been fine. So cross our fingers, that's gonna continue. And if that does, then we may just go ahead and not keep the crate anymore. And that's going to be an individual choice. All right. Uh, Jim, I think we should talk a little bit about uh, training tools that are out there. Because, you know, everybody wants to throw the ball, have the dog come back to right. them, uh, drop the ball so you can throw it again. What are some options that uh, individuals have? See, she's getting closer to me now. Yeah. Observe. <laughs> okay. So one of the things we did before we even got uh, Haley is we actually went online and they have a lot of training uh, things online where you can get like, and we particularly got this uh, hands-off dog training, okay? This is a, a DVD and the guy's name is Chet that puts this out. And we watch this. He has uh, a method of using a clicker, like this little clicker here. So when they oh, do something right, he clicks. And that means that it's, it's right. It's, what you should do, and then you, you reward them with a treat. So, um, and honestly, we, we watched all this, and we have never used a clicker. <laughs> but, but we might still. But we might still because there are a lot of things we, we need her to do to come. Um, and she does come sometimes, but she's not consistent with it. And for tricks and things like that, um, it kind of gives them a, a way so they know that yes, oh, I'm doing this right. I'm gonna get a treat, I All hear right. the click. So right. that's the whole training method uh, with that. And so a DVD is a good thing. A lot of things online, you can subscribe to uh, forums and things like that where they'll give you the tricks of how to uh, train your pets and uh, it, it works important. well. It's important for the safety of your pet and for your safety to have them trained. That way, you know, if they see a squirrel, they're not automatically gonna run after it you can do something to get them to stop and stay and wait until that's out of the way. So you don't want your pet running off, getting lost, getting abducted or something like that. So right. training is really, really essential. The other thing is you don't want them barking at everybody that's going by. So that clicker training is very helpful in teaching them to uh, not bark at the windows uh, when people are going by. And I'm sure you've probably heard that. You've walked by uh, an RV and they have a dog or maybe three or four dogs in there that are barking and barking and barking 
and it kind of drives you nuts. And especially if you're next to them in your RV, that could be another issue. So uh, you've got to try to constrain that barking and uh, keep the dog as, I mean, they're going to bark. You know, they're dogs. Uh, cat's going to be meow, but that's probably yeah, not quite as bad. <laughs> but um, our, our dog, Haley, she loves to get up on the couch here and look out the window. So we actually have our MCD shades. We lift them up a little bit so she can actually look straight out the window. So there's a couple places she likes to go. So that kind of keeps her um, uh, occupied, I guess you would say, for a while. And when we're gone, we also leave them up a little bit. And um, she doesn't bark or anything like that. So that she's been very of. good. That we know of, but we're pretty sure she doesn't. <laughs> So um, we're working on that. And every time she does bark, we're trying to, you know, stop that. So that, that's something you really have to work on. And it takes a while. I mean, none of these things are just like a one-day thing. you got to continually work on the training uh, of, of your pets. So um, it's, it's a commitment. There's no question about it. Now, what about food, food, Jim? We've gone through a couple different kinds of food for her. Um, our breeder recommended a, a food, and we started with that. And then it just didn't seem like she liked it very much. She no. wasn't eating it very much. So we went back to um, a pet store, and uh, they recommended the food that we're feeding her now, which is uh, Merrick. Merrick, it's called. Now, it's not at PetSmart. It's at a, a different kind of pet store, maybe the smaller uh, mom-and-pop type pet, smart, pet stores. stores. Um, have this kind of food. It's got a lot of vegetables in it and not as much of the carbohydrate if you will or the and it's got real meat in there too doesn't Jim it's not yeah. just vegetarian oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's, it's real meat and plus what we did is we also bought uh, the same brand uh, with a wet food um, and I mix a little bit of this wet food in with the uh, with the dry food and that seems to prompt her to eat a little bit more um, and this also has and I don't know if you can you may even be able to see that you can see some carrots in there there's actually peas in there um, meat, of course. Um, and so you got to make sure that when you buy something for your dog, it's not just filler. That you've got, you know, good meat in there because meat is what dogs eat. Uh, and of course, uh, cats have a different dietary need, but um, they, they like fish as well, and so do dogs. And so you've got to kind of look at all of these. There's a lot of products out there. You've got to really look at them before you buy for your pet. And if you do change, over to another food because your pet doesn't like it like in our case here with Haley you have to mix a little bit of the old food with the new food and slowly transition them over so that uh, they don't have an upset stomach and there's actually other cans of food that are good um, Haley just got spayed uh, actually two weeks ago today and so uh, we had some canned food that helped her stomach you know from uh, all the uh, going through that procedure and the anesthesia and everything. yeah yeah so she kind of helped her stomach get over that and so uh, we used that for about a week or 10 days and then uh, we're back to the normal food right. now so um so you know check it out online there's a lot of sites out there that you that'll tell you uh different degrees of what the product has in it as far as food goes and they'll rate them top 10 dog foods well you know take that with a grain of salt because, you know, everybody's got their favorites. But check it out and uh, then make your own decision on what you want to buy for that dog. And, of course, remember, you're, if you're getting a puppy, start with puppy food. Now, many of you may decide to adopt a dog, and that's really wonderful, too, mm -hmm. because there are so many dogs out there that need good homes. 
when you adopt a dog, you have to pay attention or know that you may have some emotional issues that you're going to need to correct or to help the dog with. They'll know that they've come to a good home and they will certainly, I, I would expect them to calm down, but there may be issues that you'll have to deal with if you do adopt a dog. And you may have your own emotional issues you may have to deal with <laughs> once you get a dog. So keep that in mind as well because yeah. sometimes, you know, it could be a little frustrating. <laughs> but yeah. um, but it, it's all good, all good. And, and the other thing we uh, did when she got her, uh, got spayed, is we actually chipped her as well. There's a chip in her neck. And they did that at the same time because that actually hurts quite a bit, the vet said, you know. So when they're under and they uh, can't feel it, that's a good time to have them chipped, right. okay? And so, uh, and, and you should anyway, because if the dog ever gets lost, it's a much better chance of getting your dog back. Jim, let's take a break and let's come back um, and talk a little bit about toys and also how do, you, how do you take care of your pet on the road? Veterinary services, if you're traveling a lot, you know, what do we do for that? Okay, sounds good. We'll be right back. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more thoughts on pets. Want to replace your halogen or fluorescent lights with cool, energy-efficient LEDs? Then check out www.ledrvlighting.com. They specialize in interior LED RV lighting. With low prices, a good selection, and fast delivery, you can't beat them. You can even get LED tubes that directly replace your fluorescent lights, quick and easy. Go to www.ledrvlighting.com, your best source for RV LED lights. And welcome back to this edition of American RVer. We're talking about pets. And this is our pet, our new pet, Haley. Oh, and Haley's going to leave us. Because we're going to start talking about toys. Yes. <laughs> so she's gone down to get her favorite toy, which is actually Jim's slipper. Yes. So remember we talked earlier that they're going to chew on things. She has decided that Jim's slipper is her favorite toy. And honestly, I don't care because it's old and it needs to be, <laughs> it needs to be replaced. <laughs> and and this, is, this is her uh, dog bed, but we also keep all of her stuff in here, all of her toys in the dog bed. And so um, we, we have to train her to actually put her toys away eventually here yeah. because she gets them all over the place. But it's real important to have a variety of toys for your pet. Um, some things need to be hard and chewy. Some things are soft and cuddly, something they can take care of. Um, but when it comes to toys, really pay attention to where those toys are coming from. I know there's been a scare recently about fabrics and things from China, that there are chemicals in those toys that are not good and not healthy for your pet. So we're not recommending that you get something from China. Anything that's also heavily dyed, is probably mm -hmm. not very good for your pet because they're going to be licking that and that dye is going to get inside their body. You don't want to give them anything that's going to cause them any kind of harm. And you got to be careful too because some of these toys actually have loose pieces to them. So they could actually rip off these pieces and actually choke on them. So you got to be careful what you get. There's a lot of things out there, uh, hard uh, toys, soft toys, plastic, rubber, um, so you've got to make the decision, depending on your dog, and, and a lot of it is on your dog's size, uh, you can pick the right toys for, the, for your pet. And even cats, of course, like, like pets. Yeah. Like, like, uh, they like pets, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like uh, strings. There are some really neat things for dogs and cats now that are like LED light type things that will spin around and shoot a light around the room. Oh, yeah. And they, the cats and dogs go nuts looking, you know, it really gives them some entertainment. 
and it gives them some exercise as well. So that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, one thing to keep in mind of is the size of that toy. Because, you know, it always seems like dogs love tennis balls. And we've always had uh, tennis balls for our dogs before we moved into the RV. But it can get lodged in the back of their throat. So if it's a big dog and they've got a tennis ball, it can get lodged. If it's a little dog and you've gotten a little tennis ball, that can also get lodged in the back and it can actually choke them. So be very, very careful when you're considering a tennis ball for your pet. As much fun as it is, you don't want that to get lodged in their throat. Yeah, and so there, there again, there might be some training where they you know, don't swallow things. And Haley, from day one when we got her, she was about seven weeks old, she really liked to go outside and eat everything that's on the ground, which is a problem, which included rocks, uh, sticks, leaves, um, you name it, what was out there, she would pick it up. And uh, her mother, apparently, we were told, did the same thing until she was about a year old. Uh, now, Haley is pretty good now. She's, like I say, seven, seven months, months old, and she is now more selective <laughs> of what she picks up, but she's not really picking up rocks anymore and things like that, but she does like sticks. But, so but we kind of... be careful. Yeah. You know, if they're picking that up, try to get them to drop it right away. You don't want them swallowing those. Right. And what we found is if she did swallow a stone, yeah, a little bit while later, she's going to be throwing up because, you know, she obviously can't digest that. And you, and that was a good thing. Otherwise, you know, the vets have said they see all kinds of pets that come in and they have to do surgery to get some of those things out of their stomach. So right. just be careful with what your pet's doing outside. Yeah. And uh, so let's, let's talk about, speaking of vets, uh, let's talk about veterinary care on the road, um, which is kind of an interesting thing because, you know, if you're in a house, of course, you can go down the street to your vet and you uh, form a relationship with that vet. Uh, but when you're on the road, that's a whole different story and we're full time. So we're not in the same place uh, very long. So what we basically found is one of the, the best things for us anyway is at PetSmart, they have a Banfield Hospital and they have a wellness plan there. And so you can pay monthly on the wellness plan. And uh, the wellness plan is great, especially when they're a puppy because it includes spade and neutering. So um, that is part of the package. So that's it what we covers did. all of her vaccinations. You know, she gets a checkup every month. She goes in and we check her out and it's worked out very well. And they mm -hmm. just transfer the records from one Banfield hospital to the next one, depending on what city we're in. Right. And so we have found that's the best way to do it. Now you may have uh, an, another way of doing it, but uh, there are so many pet smarts around that uh, we can, almost every city we've gone to, there has been one fairly close to us. Right, right. Now, one other thing you might want to consider is um, protecting some of your furniture if you get a puppy or a dog. Uh, we did have a cover on our sofa, and it's, thankfully we did because as a puppy, she's kind of chewed that up. Uh, you may want to consider an RV dash cover. If you've got a little pet that's going to be up in the front, that'll be much more comfortable for them. Also protect that uh, material that's on your dash. Yes. And uh, if you do want an RV dash cover, I'm just going to say that um, RVDashCovers.com has those available. And if you put in the keywords uh, American RVer, they'll actually give you 10% off of your dash cover. So yes. it's a sweet deal. Yeah, so look at last week's or last month's show, and uh, we explain how you can actually do your own uh, dash cover um, mold, if you will, uh, if they don't have one that's on file. Yeah, and so, uh, you can yeah, go to them get, as well. They've got hundreds of patterns. So right, right. Take a look at that. Um, and Jim, I think now the final thing we should talk about is 
What happens if, if you're going to be away from the RV? What should you do to secure your pet? Or how, how do you take care of that pet when you're gone? And we're talking about not a day uh, because, you know, you could put your, your pet in a crate if you want to crate them or leave them loose within the RV. Um, and uh, our, our uh, Haley is doing quite well yep, with that now. Leave water and food and that way they can have all that. But if you're going to go away for uh, uh, several days, I mean, obviously you can't do that. If you have a cat, yes, it's possible to leave a cat for a few days. Uh, one of the things I will say that if you have any pet, you should have some kind of a sign by your door that says, in case of emergency, rescue my pet. Because if the, if the RV starts on fire, if something is happening, uh, you want to get that pet out of there. So, you know, that's giving someone permission to get into your RV any way they can to get your pet out. Another good idea might be to get to know your neighbors and uh, leave a key out under your fender well or someplace secure. Let that neighbor know where that key is so that if they need to uh, release that pet, it'd be easy to get the pet out. Um, and that may be your best way to take care of your pet. If you're going to be gone for four or five hours and you want to make sure that your pet is secure, nothing's going to happen, uh, just let somebody know and mm -hmm. let them help you. We're all good, friendly RV people. I think we'd all help each other. Yeah. And so if you're going to be away for several days, though, you're going to have to board your pet. I mean, that's the only way you can really do it. So there are a lot of uh, uh, services out there, a lot of uh, veterinary places that do pet boarding. Mm -hmm. And of course, you can you can do that. And I would do an online search, if you have one in particular that you're looking at, just to make sure that uh, they are going to do what you want them to do and that they've got good, positive comments. Um, because, uh, you know, the Internet has a vast array of things you can search out now. And so that's probably yeah. one of the best things you can do. So if you decide to get a pet, you know, cat, dog, bird, whatever, just kind of think about some of these things that we talked about today. And... Um, Okay, now after eight years, I can say, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I finally convinced her, folks. So, and that's it. So if you have any questions, you can always email us at uh, info at AmericanRVer.com, and we'll uh, try to answer your emails, and uh, we'll go from there. So I guess that's going to do it for this edition yeah. of American RVer. We'll see you next time. Uh, take care.